Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode 90. 90. 90. <laughs> uh, today we're talking Spencer and the power of the dog. So that'll be coming up, plus some other stuff we have been watching as usual. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I don't think so. Oh, no, nothing has happened in the last three days, really. <laughs> it's, it's been like well, this might be the episode we... I keep forgetting to bring back Come or Dumb. Oh, yeah. But I got a couple things uh, to ask about. Ooh. Might be old news, but haven't gotten your takes on it. So stay tuned. I will. And like you said, nothing as new has happened in the past three days. We just recorded three days ago. But uh, by the time you listen to this, House of Gucci episode will be out. And we're only 10 away from episode 100. It's getting down to the wire. Top 100 coming up, boys. Know, I'm just going to start putting other people's <laughs> top 100 lists as mine. I'm like, I really am a big fan of this movie. <laughs> or you could be like uh, Tom and just have your two of, your, two of the top 10. <laughs> yeah. My top 10 is only two movies because that's all I watched this year. You can have, we know, yeah, you can expand every, all your favorite trilogies will just be, yeah, like, those are all obviously separate movies. Number separate one, entries. two, and three, Lord of the Rings. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Four, five, six. <coughs> we only ninety Star Knight. Wars. <laughs> only ninety seven. Yeah, Dark, Dark Knight. <laughs> then we're moving on to the Matrix. No, that's not my favorite trilogy. <laughs> got another one too. I finally saw the Matrix Four trailer. Mm. I didn't mean to, but you know yeah, it was the on theater. before House Gucci. Yeah, I yep. am interested in the take on it, but I you am mean John worried. Wick. John Wick, you're worried? Oh, extremely. Uh, the well, first three are so perfect as is. Like they, uh, the ending yeah, is Kyle amazing. Loves them. The ending to I've never the Matrix. Seen three, but you've never seen the third. What are you even talking about? I've seen about one then? and two, and oh the two God. made me now want to watch three. But why two's the best? I need one. to rewatch <laughs> it. I I know it has the dance scene, so it moves up that's a what, little bit. As the as the yep cave raid. Yeah, that's Kyle's love raid. started. <laughs> the highway scene, the fucking the medieval weapons fight. It's, it's all the best parts. I feel like four is just vampires and werewolves Eric's, are in a second. Eric's <laughs> thought his theory is it's going to be super meta. It looked and like it. Like that mm, yeah. he is Keanu and that he was an actor in the original. They're like convincing oh him that God. he was an actor that in the original three. Terrible. But that's in order to confuse him since he's the one. And I will walk make out. Make him think that it never like actually happened. Like a Truman happened. Show type shit. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. I will walk out. <laughs> he won't walk out. He has to watch it oh, yeah, yeah, for, for the, the show. for the pod. <coughs> well, I'll pretend like I've finished it and just isn't that coming it. out, though? Like what, during a really is that week, middle week, of December week or no? Um, not this coming week, but the next week. That makes so sounds the 17th? Right. Yeah, 17th. Yeah. Well, Which I definitely be need to, Alley. I need to watch two and three. I watched one not that long ago, but I need to watch need two to and three them as well. Rewatch two and three. I've only seen two once. I don't think oh, I have seen two. I've never seen three, but I've seen one many times. Uh, so yeah, big things coming up. We got the top ten at the end of the year. We got then the top one hundred right after that, and then we got what's after that? No, nothing. and that's it. And then the show ends. <laughs> yep, we're done. <laughs> we made it. But no, yeah, big things coming up. So, all right, let's get into our beer here. Now I saw, I know you saw the growler, but what's inside? Any guesses? I'm assuming I'm guessing is it beer. from bad or is it not bad? It's I don't bad. think. Okay, I didn't know if. Well, you could use other growlers. I know. What's in it? Beer. I haven't been updated on their list. Well, that Kyle just falls. dropped it. I guess we're it switching to a taver. Really bounce up. 
Uh, Don't tell me. Let me okay. see if I can guess. But Well, I will open it and yep. pour it, and then maybe that'll give you a hint. Well, I can look at their tap list and see if I can figure it out. Is it the salty goats or whatever? Oh, God, Is I it wish. the imperial? No. I, you gotta the see red the wine color. barrel aged? No. Red wine barrel aged, you said? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I've had a beer that was aged in wine barrels before. Mm-hmm. You definitely have. It's a very aggressive pour. <laughs> Is it colored? Fuck off. It's a reddish. It looks pretty red from my... Here you go. Import yourself. Is it the sour wheat? That's beautiful pour. It was a good pour. Thank you. <laughs> and now you're forcing me to pour myself. Well, I poured it myself. I will talk about it while you are pouring. Nope. Tis the season. Uh, so Christmas this ale. This is Ho Ho Holy Crap Christmas Ale from Bad Brewing Company. One of our favorite breweries. And none of us have had this, or at least none of us have checked it in. I have had it, but I did not check it in. And that of was years ago. Have. But it was years ago. Uh, so, yeah, this is a Christmas ale. Some would say it's a spice or herbed beer, but um, there's one description here that has it classified as a winter warmer, which I didn't know what was until I read this here. Uh, a winter warmer is a traditional malty, sweet, strong ale that is brewed in the winter months. It is usually quite dark, but not as dark as a stout. With a big malt presence, sometimes winter warmers have a few spices, especially in the United States, although spices are not necessarily required. An inquired ingredient ingredient. As a winter warmer, the primary characteristic is strength. The average alcohol content by volume ranges from 6 to 8% ABV, and some winter warmers reach 10% ABV or more. Speaking of ABV, this clocks in at 8.5%, and the IBUs are unavailable. But uh, yeah, figured why not? It's uh, the season. We had to drink a bunch of shitty pumpkin beers for October, <laughs> so why not some Christmas ales for uh, December? And we are reviewing what some would say is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It is on Christmas weekend. It's true. I That's did uh, for Christmas. recently have Festivus Ale. Mm, mm. I've had Festivus. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't my favorite style. No. Yeah. Christmas ales can be weird. It's really malty. Uh, yeah. Have you had four elf? Pumpkins? That's what I expect this to be. Yeah. So I don't know if you'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. So they but bad did a version of this barrel aged, and it literally tasted like Jack and Coke. Like it was cr- super weird how it tasted. Yeah, this huh. one, that one was like a little bit spiced. Yeah, I think it must had spiced into. I didn't even check it in. I think I forgot checking in. But yeah, so this isn't the barrel barrel aged version, but the regular version. It smells like like warlock. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Warlock? It does smell like warlock. Yeah, it, it smells, smells like, like a pumpkin. pumpkin beer. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Might be All great right. then. Let's, Let's try it. Yeah. Tastes like a. Whoa. I mean, it's spicy, but it's better than a pumpkin beer. I don't know. I think it's pretty similar. It is similar, but I think this is way better. I would much rather drink this, is, this than pumpkin beer. This is better than the Festivus Hale. Mm-hmm. It is Thanks fruity. Yeah. What is fruity, that? Fruity, spicy. I like a very It is malty, but it's not... I don't think it's too malty. This I think it's balanced better with that's, the spices. That's what Festivus Ale was really malty. Yeah. But this doesn't... It does taste Christmassy, though, doesn't it? Christmas in a glass right here. Yeah. Is yours, like, really bitter at the end? 
Like my yeah, tongue is like back, super bitter. Back of my tongue is hit pretty hard with some. I think like it's tannin, like yeah, vanilla. very tannic. Yeah, hmm. like my tongue feels dry. I'm not getting that. Hmm. Yeah, it's hidden back my tongue. The bitter, like my the bitter tongue. spot is being tickled. <laughs> I taste the bitterness, but I, I just think that's part of the. It's good. I I like this one. Of all of the extensive Christmas beers I've had. Yeah, this is one. of Well, the again, this ones. is like I don't know what the typical range for like a Christmas, just a typical Christmas ale. I get I don't know if it's different than a winter warmer, but again, this being eight point six or whatever. That's what Festivus was like eight point something. Was it like okay. also? Yeah, All right. yeah, they're usually higher ABV. Got to warm up in the cold weather. But yeah, just those flavors are usually typically more present in a higher ABV. It's good. If uh, I mean. Obviously, this is only something that you would want to drink in the winter, especially around Christmas. Not going to be a year-round oh, beer. Yeah. But um, if you're local around the Lansing area, check it out. It's from Bad in Mason. Okay. Anything else on um, Ho Ho Holy Crap Christmas Ale? Yeah. Uh, not my favorite, but pretty good. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I like it more than most of the pumpkin beers I had, if not all of them. But what the heck was the name of this? Ho 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 ho, ho, ho holy ho. crap! Ho ho holy yeah ho ho holy crap Christmas ale. I found it. Okay, <laughs> get that checked in, and while you're doing that, I will read the description for Spencer, which is what we're gonna start with. Uh, Spencer is written by Stephen Knight and directed by Pablo Lorraine. Stars Kristen Stewart, Timothy Spall, Jack Nealon, Freddie Spry, uh, Jack Farthing, Sean Harris, and I wanted to say one more. Sally Hawkins, that's who it is. Uh, plot synopsis reads, During her Christmas holidays with the royal family at the, the Sandgreen, Sand, Sandringham, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Sandringham State in Norfolk, England, Diana Spencer, struggling with mental health problems, decides to end her decade-long marriage to Prince Charles. Let's take a listen to a clip. They are circling us. Didn't you know? Don't you read? It seems they're circling just me. Not you. Just me. The thing is, Diana, there has to be two of you. You know, there's, there's two of me, there's two of father, two of everyone. There's the real one and the one they take pictures of. You have to be able to make your body do things you hate. That you hate? Yes. For the good of the country. For the country? Yes, the people. Because they don't want us to be people. All right, what did you guys think of Spencer? Mm, so... I feel like this movie might be for people who, because, okay, Princess Diana was like a phenomenon, right? Back yeah, in, yeah. during in those times, that sure. time. So I have, I know nothing about that, like zero connection to her or any of that history. I had to look into it. Palmer know, knew everything. <laughs> he literally was like, yeah, she had a, she used to bang her bodyguard and he, he like knew all of her dirty laundry. I'm like, why do you know this? 
So I knew nothing of this at all. And I feel like this was made almost for people who are interested in that or care. And I don't. So because of that, I just took it at the face value. I did look into it afterwards and, you know, then I got a little bit of better understanding of some of it. But it just seemed almost like a Disney movie like storyline with like because you have like the princess who is stuck living in this like castle and but she wants nothing more than to get out of that and escape and be a part of normal life. You know, this is like such a cliche thing. And that's literally what this was, but like a more mature take on it for adults. But at the base level, that's what I got out of this. Obviously, there's a lot more nuance and stuff that's more involved than your typical like Disney princess. But I just had more trouble feeling like anything or connected or sorry for her. I, I just don't think it did a good enough job for me to do that, to make me care enough. Technically, I loved the score. The... Yeah. That was like the strings were great. Oh my god, so good! The it, you always know a movie should evoke emotion in certain scenes, and the way they use that was so powerful. And like over, they just the cut out scene. all. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, they just that intensity that was built from the strings, a lot of strings. But other than the song choice at the end, I hated that part of the movie. But yeah, the music was phenomenal. A lot of you know, long takes and sweeping vistas. No. <laughs> some, some sweeping vistas. Love that. And I mean, even though the story felt kind of basic for me, it was still, I still enjoyed it. But overall, it did feel a little slow, and I just didn't connect as much as I think the movie wanted you to, or feel bad, or feel a part of it. Because I just, I <laughs> was now a part of that lifestyle. So. And I just didn't, it's just kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. So technically great. I love those parts of it. And I even thought the acting was pretty good overall, but I just, I found it hard to really connect with the characters in it. Yeah. Um, this kind of is going to bleed into the other, um, our other review too, but, um, they were both very hard for me to like rate cause it's, because it's both of them were relatively felt like plotless almost like this this one you just kind of like yeah she was you know going through gonna approach this divorce but it was kind of like that was the plot where you were kind of just like going along with her throughout the day seeing what she was like kind of doing and and it just felt it just felt weird to like how do you how do you write review a, a movie that's really like i don't know i don't it wasn't like a I don't know. It was just, it was harder to, I guess, follow and like dive into, like you said, but I don't think you could have picked a better actress than Kirsten or Kristen Stewart for this role because she's always has that like emotional, like very, you know, like Kristen Stewart, you think of her, you like, she's like, has like memes and stuff about how she's always like crying and stuff. She has like one face. Yeah. And I thought that she was a very good, um, like she looked like Diana did. Um, I like the way it was filmed. Um, like you said, 
uh, great shots, which I just looked up, was the same as Portrait of Lady on Fire, cinematographer. I guess that's why I liked how it looked. Um, which, obviously, you noticed. I thought it, uh, I thought it felt like Portrait of Lady on Fire and The Souvenir, um, Joanna Hogg's movie, because of the, the, the lens or the the like filter they used felt like nineties and had like some grain to it and little muted like colors and, and such. So I did like the way it was filmed. The score was awesome. A lot of added a lot of, um, added a lot to the movie without that score. You wouldn't have the same impact as you, you got from this movie. But yeah, I don't really have (laughs) a lot to talk about. It's, it's pretty much as a movie that, you I don't know if you you can get anything more out of it. It's just it's it is what it is, and you either you know are all in on it or you can appreciate it. But other than that, it's like it's not going to give you give you more than than you're asking for. So it's I don't know. It was pretty. It was enjoyable, but will I ever watch it again? No, probably not. All right, I uh, liked. Spencer quite a bit as far as it being plotless I can this is definitely more plotless than the power of the dog the power of the dog just doesn't reveal its plot to you it definitely has a plot yeah felt this um this I think is more of like day in the life and it's trying to put you in her shoes and get and portray her experience because a lot of it a lot of what people know and is always um right secondhand knowledge and I'm not saying that this is totally authentic. This is a lot of people have called this a fairy tale. Like this is a like fantasy in some ways. Felt like a Disney movie. Uh, yeah, well, I think that's yeah. I guess. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's not going for that plot structure. It's going for that uh, day in the life and like this is what she was going through and experiencing and. I think in that regard, it's very successful in what it's going for. But yeah, is it as easy to follow? And without knowing some of the things that you would like, if you were a little bit older or if you followed the story very closely, it can be kind of hard to get invested. But I think they give you enough information just in the movie that like she is unhappy and um, you kind of get a feel for her just her character, right? Even in the beginning where she's driving alone, they're like, Oh, why aren't you with, you know, the, your guards and why isn't somebody else driving you? And she just wants to be a normal person. And that's really, that's not saying that she's shallow, but that's really all you need to know as much about her characters that she just wants to be normal and she doesn't want to live in this life. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like a lot of princess movies. <laughs> They okay. just want a normal life, but they have to go through all this pomp and circumstance. Well, where do you think they got some of those um, there was no, uh, stereotypes, right? There was no singing. Yeah, probably from the royal family. <laughs> it, it was, was one musical. step away. There was singing. There was singing. What? miracle. Well, that's, a, that's not a musical. That's them <laughs> singing along to a song. You just said there was and no singing. And it's not until the end. Yeah. yeah I said it's not a musical. I, uh, I did We'll like talk about the end later. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I have some thoughts. Um. Yeah. No. I think the acting was phenomenal, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen Stewart. I loved Sean Harris, Sally Hawkins. Uh, your boy Timothy Spall. Harry Potter. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he looks totally different in this. I mean, he's oh yeah, well, he's a lot older. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Who? Timothy was, Spall. He was the uh, Scabbers, but well, Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. Oh. Peter Pettigrew from Harry Potter. Oh yeah, I noticed that right off. 
fact. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He was surprisingly. I mean, not surprisingly great. He was Major great. Gregory. Yeah, and um, it's yeah, it's hard to talk about her. There's a lot of there's a lot of like individual scenes and moments in this that I loved. It just how does it come together? Like, is it is it super watchable? I'm not gonna lie and say that it is. Like, it's it's kind of a tough watch. Um, but there are like again individual moments and scenes that I like loved the dinner scene with the the yeah. pearls. Oh so, yeah. Um, her going even going back to her old house, the Anne Boleyn stuff. I I don't know much about Anne Boleyn. That would be something that I would need to look into. That you could probably get more from uh, out of this movie if you knew who she was. Um, but again, they call her. It's on the book cover that she was a martyr, and that's you know very relatable to. Princess Diana. And were, they, were they related somehow? Didn't you say that? Uh, besides being in the same, probably the same bloodline eventually, or somewhere down the line, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, you would think. I think that I she don't know. said that they were related. But I'm sure you could get more out of it if you knew like exactly who she was. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, uh, and all the uh, technical stuff that you, we already covered uh, looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And the music is amazing, and we'll talk about that later as well. Did you know that? Did we? We'll did, you know did 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 I know that we're going to talk about that later? I no. did. <coughs> we'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the fusion of like jazz mm-hmm. into the score, very good, was awesome. Yeah, so I loved all that. I mean, I I don't really have much else to say. I mean. Like I mean, I, said, I got the plot. Yeah, and it's kind of like, like I said, it's kind of a movie that you just watch. And I mean, like, there might be an angle with the Anne Boleyn, but other than that, I just felt like it, it's a movie that you, it's on there. You take it at face value. It's beautiful. It's sounds great, looks great, everything. And it's and there's not, you know, there's I, I don't think that there's much else. It, yeah. it like it's similar to like Emma there's for me. A couple of things that confuse me with the plot i don't know how much it's a spoiler or not but well we want to talk about the end eventually um if you want to talk on plot details we can we've given our general thoughts we can say um spoilers from here on out so what um like are you is this in in reference to the towards the ending because they do some different well there's that one scene where it's like edited very oddly and um it's it feels almost like it's not exact like what you're seeing isn't exactly happening, but it's like um, I don't know if it's a metaphor for anything, but it right. It's not actually happening. But does that do you remember what I'm talking about? I mean, we're, we're openly talking. Yeah. About it, so just talk about she it. <laughs> puts the when she puts her clothes on the scarecrow and oh, like the yeah. ending. But it's like it's done in a way I'm trying to remember exactly. It's yeah. very confusing on how like what's all From the scenes the are part out of order. when she gets in the way of the firing for the hunting of the uh-huh. whatever pheasants peasants mm-hmm. and it kind of goes to the, her running away with the kids it almost feels dreamlike from that point on yes that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah and i didn't i didn't like the end but maybe why didn't you like the end because it felt so 80s and cheesy yes don't you think that's the point <laughs> yeah yeah, it's maybe. supposed to end on a like on a much more upbeat tone because she has finally left him. And it's a lot of people watch this and they're thinking like, 
I mean, I, I don't know if they know that it's only happening over the course of three days and when she actually died, but like you would watch an auto an autobiography of Princess Diana and think, oh, this is going to end in her death. And the fact that it doesn't, and it's like, no, this is... I think she dies like that next summer. This is like a more of showing like she was in a bad place in this like toxic environment and she finally broke free. Don't you think that should be a happy moment no matter how cheesy it is? Like it shows more of her personality like eating. Yeah, the KFC, the 80s music, all that shit was corny. But like that's who she was. Like she enjoyed that music. She enjoyed fast food. She like just... Him putting the book back. What are you doing? Nothing. Like Oh, well, okay. That was after the fact. She was no, that was gone. during that. Yeah, but it was still during that part. Because he put the book out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that he, he wanted put the book out. He wanted her. He wanted the connection. I don't know. It was just weird how like the difference between the one part of this movie and then like tonally that part. Don't you? He was. He was. Wanted her to. He wanted her to be Diana the yeah. whole time. Yeah, he definitely seemed to care, and I got that because mostly from the house scene, right? It's like let her do that. Well, he did put the book out, and he wanted her to have that connection. Yeah, look like at her that story. was a good connection. One that I also wonder about is her Molly. Was it Molly? Right, Margaret, Mar- 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 Maggie. Mm-hmm. Was that actually a thing at all, or was that just put in? No, well, so I, she yeah, was like, I, I, know. I know Diana was like very openly like supportive of gay. Like she was a first queen or princess to hug somebody with AIDS, which was like a huge thing back then. I know. Isn't that crazy? Because like if you had People AIDS, you were like gay. AIDS, yeah. Like back then, like they're like, you can't get AIDS without being gay. Yeah. Like that was. So like she like, op- like did it in front I of cameras. I knew she was like very. She was like a, like an like icon an ad- of yeah, an advocate, advocate for like. You know, gays and stuff. So I, I think that whether or not the angle was in it or not, I think it had more to do with like. But her why character. did she disappear for a while? They sent her away. They sent her away. Yeah, right. Because they saw their relationship as as counterproductive to what they're trying to achieve. And then they brought her back because no, she wasn't listening. Yeah. Anymore. I don't know. Just some of the parts when it, it got like really confusing, like her having like nervous breakdowns and stuff where she was hallucinating and everything mm-hmm. and she was seeing her and like, I don't know. Those it was just showing her deteriorating. Yeah. But was she? Is this like, yeah, it just, she was having these kind of breakdowns and yeah. such. Yeah. She had like a lot of men and then, then she like ended up like having a like a Saudi Arabian dating a Saudi Arabian like oil tycoon after like this led up to her death. Like See, that's this is why I feel like you could could get more out of this because she died in August of the following if year. You after had this. like if you knew all of this before because I knew nothing about her. I've heard her name obviously before, but I know nothing about her. At and it all. was open like Camilla was was the girl the lady that he was having an affair with and she was actually like involved with the group. She, the mistress. And there's another th- a huge th- aspect of it is that she was never their marriage was never good from the start. Like a lot of people say that it was an arranged marriage technically just to like keep the families together. And like pr- I think it was Prince Charles I was quoted as saying like this is like his wedding day was the worst day of his life. Yeah, he was a pretty so, person. But because I mean he never loved Diana though, so right. it's like can you? I mean yeah don't be an asshole but like can you blame him like no. for wanting to be with the girl that he always did love not really but that 
explains a lot too of like why their relationship was on the rocks for so long go- leading up to this. Yeah, See, this adds more. And this was the only me. the only divorce of a royal family ever. Yeah. See, See this adds more. Separated. I didn't know any of this stuff, so I could only go by what I saw. She was like pretty radical, and yeah, that was I like do, I looked at that's why that a lot later, of people yeah. lo- like she was a like an icon. Like obviously, I mean her her. Funeral, the only thing like I televised. knew about her before going into this is fashion. She was like a fashion icon that even people today like are starting to copy some of her styles and stuff. I didn't know a lot going into it either, though, and I feel like I still like I don't feel like it. I needed to know that much going into it. No, it's because not it that. is so I just, like because I did like it. I just feel like I could have gotten more out of it if I did have. This kind of like history or kind of that's connection to but the that's story. what I'm wondering too is like what more would I have gotten out of it if I knew a lot of those things? True. Like a lot of it you can just like assume as you go, like the things that they sprinkle into the movie, like it's like, oh, okay, I'm assuming that, you know, they haven't been happy for a while, or I'm assuming that this and this about this person, you know, like and I don't know what her if she was ever diagnosed or what her mental illness was or whatever, but does it matter to me? Not really, because this is playing in a somewhat fantasy world anyway or this is just a imagining of those events on that like nobody probably knows actually what happened inside that house on those three days i mean her kids are alive yeah have you seen like the like the pictures of what they look like versus what like the kids in the movie Mm -hmm. like they, they look it looks really like scary how close they did but but uh william just came out like saying that they she used to like jam to like 80s and drive around with them. So that's mm. like the last scene was that actually happened because he like had like because there's another documentary that just came out about her, I think, too, like called Time to Walk. Mm. I guess it has to do with her. But he came out and said like she used to like listen to 80s music and drive drive us around. And yeah. She was like the maybe cool it's queen. not so much I would get more out of everything, but yeah, maybe I could have like enjoyed the sto- like just watching it on its own more like versus just seeing this without like for me, these are just characters, not real people, except for the kids. Like I know them, obviously, they're, but I don't know. <laughs> I never care at all about the. I mean, I could see somebody nobility. like being obsessed with this, her and this story, and then like seeing this, really getting a lot more out of it. I mean, I I can see what you're saying, but that just to me would would be more like, oh, I'm I'm such a fan of this, or like I've know so much about this that f- seeing it in this way, like done so well, means more to them rather than like knowing about it, getting more out of it. It's just like it means more to them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess also it's just the story itself is such a told kind of story, like wanting to just be a normal and having to go through all of this. You just you have like he was talking about Prince Charles, whatever was talking about. You have two selves, right? The self that's outside and then your actual self. Mm-hmm. It's just like you've seen this so many times before. So I want like I mean, it's you, you're ch- yeah, like the yeah. entire story is trying to get more out of humanizing this person that I don't really care about versus like gaining something, a new perspective on something. You don't it's think like, that showing like the it's because like it, let's take it back to the Disney angle where there's always like a mustache twirling villain and then there's 
the, the good guys or whatever. And usually it's like, it's not a whole organization or like the whole Royal family isn't that way. It's usually like an outsider or like the sister of the queen or something like that. It's like one person that's plotting to, but it's literally this. like every, you have no idea and it's usually who's the, on your side at all. Well, it's usually saying that like the, the entire Royal family or whatever, or this, this whole castle and their kingdom is like, they're such a happy family and all this bullshit. And like, even in modern, you know, portrayals of like royal families and things like that you don't see it in this light it's very much it's not and it's not portraying them as evil either it's just saying that this is the way they are tradition yeah and that some it's not for everybody or like you have to like put on this facade like just to be a part of it yeah see the best part is what for me was just like she didn't know who really she could be open or honest with. Literally, like uh, the chef, right? Darren, you, yeah. yeah. He was saying everything's currency. Like, don't tell me this. Don't say this to anybody because you don't. Everything you say, somebody can use or sell or do. And that was really interesting. But my favorite parts was when she would say something to a maid or a cleaner or whatever. And she'd be like, and you can tell them that. Yeah. And then she would change her mind. And she'd be like, oh, wait, OK, no, don't. Don't tell him I said that. Like she is like overthinking things to the nth degree. Yeah. She's so afraid and paranoid that like everything she has to question. Yeah. And And that's what I did love about it. It's just, I don't know. I felt like there's just, it could have been more. Well, the queen also. I wasn't like super satisfied. Did she though? Yeah. She She was kind of. She's the one that gets conspiracy. Like the conspiracy is that the queen killed Princess Diana. Because I thought at that one part when she was like, yeah, I didn't want to wear the clothes either or something like that. She I thought was, that too. Yeah. I thought yeah. that she was saying like rebel. Like she was like, I'm, I was a rebel too. Yeah. That's kind of what I got from it. Yeah. She, I thought she did like No. Her. I didn't know that, but the movie was like, it's like yeah, showing it's like you otherwise. The movie shows different. There's yeah. like <laughs> after the car crash, like. The, Maybe there's a thing like liked, written in there they, like, you can't talk bad about the queen. <laughs> Maybe, but she didn't, she didn't. She was alive after the car crash and the police took so long to get there because the queen like told him not to show. But right I thought up. it was in like France or something. She did the police, whoever, wherever it was, it was somewhere, but they, um, she like died in the car waiting for somebody to come get like, get no, her I thought she made it to the hospital, but like her heart was literally displaced in her body. And she just died. There was like something they could have saved her and like it, they took know. too long. I don't know. I tried to read into it later, but there's so many conspiracy theories about it and stuff. I'm like, okay, I don't care <laughs> that much. You don't want to go down the rabbit hole? Not at all. It's something like... What a fucking... <laughs> what, wait, what's the color pill? What a red pillar. Red pillar. Fucking red pillar. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm okay. Or is it blue? I, I see know. it. I don't know which pillar. <laughs> I'm a terrible fan of the movie. <laughs> I should know this. You should know this. Whoops. I see the white rabbit. I'm like, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> Going the different way. <laughs> Plug me back in, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm enjoying it the way it is. <laughs> Keep this simulation going. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a tough movie to talk about. We've milked it quite a bit. But can you like recommend this movie to someone? Sure. Well, this goes back to our Josh's um, definition of <laughs> accessible because I wouldn't say that it's extremely accessible. Just the nature of it. Um, this is like a one watch for me. 
I don't. I would definitely rewatch it eventually. Mm. Christmas Day tradition. Throw it in the throw it in, throw the, it in the lineup. Lineup, yeah. yeah. Rotation. I, might, well, I could maybe consider watching. It. I it would, would like to learn more about it though. If there's a documentary out or some some other movie that I can watch to Let's just help like learn chasing more. Diana or something like it. Not, a few years ago, that was really bad. Well, there was the queen. There was like a bunch of yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe after that, I'll be like, okay, now I have fresh eyes, but it's going to be... I mean, that's be, what you said yourself. Like, if you knew more about it, you could get... at least a year before I rewatch. You could get not, more from it. Yeah, I'm not looking like... Ex- no, this isn't one that I'm going to force Chomping at the bit to watch to, this again, yeah. I don't think... I don't know if this will go up a, a ton. I don't think this is going to be end of the year material. That's why, you know, I'm not going to force yeah. it or anything. But I would be interested to see, like I said, learn more about all of these people, the royal family itself, come back to it and see if it does anything else. I would watch this again alone for the score and how it looked. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think Kristen Stewart looked hot in it too, by the way. As Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. She's good. I like See a good blonde. amount of skin too. Yeah, I like her blonde and the, sh- the I'm going to come. <laughs> I thought she looked great. And she like oh, yeah. put... I think I'm they not, even contacts. I'm not really into blondes, but well, then she takes off the wig and shows her natural brown hair, and you're like, and "Oh I'm shit!" Like, I'm everything calm. has changed. <laughs> you can. She was brown haired underwater. And I'll be right back. Uh, ratings out of five stars. Give it a three point five. I also am going to give it a three point five. Well. I also am going to give it a 3.5. In that case, I change it now. <laughs> 3.5. Actually, you know what? You have to Five star. It, you have to change <laughs> it to a four, Jacob, as per our rules. Yep. What? I had a customer one time at the pharmacy, and it was when I first started there, and he was like, what are you? <laughs> like, what? It's like, like, what are you? It's like, like, my embrace? He's like, yeah. It's like, white and Mexican. He's like, that's a damn fine combination. What's his name? Is coming on to you? What's his name? Phil? He was. He invited me a coffee. What's his name? Phil? It was. <laughs> yeah, you think it's coffee. Yeah. I was like, no thanks. in the cup. I was like, no thanks. Got a girlfriend. But that's literally what he said. He's like, that's a damn fine combination. <laughs> you should be like, if only you knew. <laughs> played into it yeah like i take tips i don't but i have gotten tips yeah you told me yeah you're gonna get i just got one the other day just the tip like a a month ago you're like i'm gonna use this to buy another monster thank you yeah there was like five dollars i'm like man they really think viruses that work for tips too i'm ready to give a shot one time they're just like here you go thanks yeah that's such a weird like, do you tip your pharmacist? They're just like, no. keep it. I'm like, no, you know that's okay. You know what feels okay. weird is tipping at the drive-thru. Have you ever done that? That's what they did. This one was well, at I the drive-thru. Well, I like a food, but. No, I've never done that. Oh, yeah. Um, Give a cup, like just like Burger King or anything. No, I don't do that. You get like, there's like $2 change. You just say to keep it? No. No. But at, uh, you know, Dallenberger, they give you the sheet pack to sign. Like at a restaurant. And I'm like, well, now I feel obligated to tip. Yeah, right. That's so, fucking gross. No so wonder I did. the fucking line was down the street. So I did. But yeah, they give you it back. Like it has tip line. I was like, well, here you go. Yeah. Hmm. It works. I gave them tip. Maybe <laughs> they pay them less. So they're like, well, you get tips. You know, what's really fucked up is Big B. They, 
because they handle the like your card or whatever it's like you have to add a tip like on the pad you yeah, can't, yeah you don't sign for it so they ask you do you want to leave a tip oh and you have to say yes or no so of course That's you say up. yes yeah you're like because yeah. you don't want to be and a then dick. they ask you well how much Oh. <laughs> you're like 20 percent. that's why I just have a couple couple bucks on you yeah i did get in a Cash line force. once at big b though where we are all paying I for each too. other's i was like oh how much is theirs i'm just kidding <laughs> i know i i got i had one coffee they paid for it and then the person behind me was like 15 bucks yeah. I'm like fuck <laughs> that's how well, mine was <laughs> i literally bought a black coffee yeah. just the cheapest thing <laughs> like, on the menu you're like give me three and large I'm like, frozen specialty drinks yeah like, so they paid a. like three dollars for mine and then i'm like yep i'll get the ones behind me keep this train going they're like it's a part it's four people i was like okay i guess yeah, I did the same <laughs> i'm like thing. they better fucking keep it going <laughs> that's yeah, exactly right. how it went <laughs> all right ready yeah but they said I was like the seventh in the train so far, so had to then. Yeah, couldn't. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna be that guy. Yeah, well, lucky number seven. <laughs> <laughs> takes time for me I'm to just quit. like that would be a big fucking like, baby order to stop. I'm it. just like, oh sweet, thanks. They're like, yeah, seventh person. I'm like, awesome, wow, se- wow, that's cool. <laughs> lucky me, lucky number seven. Ooh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> just don't pay. They're just like holding your card, like yeah. This is seventh. seventh person. I'm like, all right. <laughs> can I card, please? Can, me, can I card? add that back? You don't need it then, right? <laughs> all right, let's move on to our next featured review. We're talking The Power of the Dog. Uh, the Power of the Dog is written. Some hair of the dog right here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you hungover? No, not at all. All right. But it worked. <laughs> Power of the Dog <laughs> is written and directed by Jane Campion. Uh, stars Benedict. I'm going to come. Burbatch. <laughs> Uh, Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons, Cody Smith McPhee, as well as a few others. Thomas and McKenzie. Thomas and McKenzie <laughs> for, for two like, seconds. Yeah, two lines. What the fuck? <laughs> um, Blast Synopsis reads: Charismatic rancher Phil Burbank inspires fear and awe in those around him. When his brother brings home a new wife and her son, Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. Let's take us to a clip. I wonder what little lady made these. Actually, I did, sir. My mother was a florist, so I made them to look like the ones in our garden. Oh, well, do pardon me. All right, what did you guys think of The Power of the Dog? It was okay. So I'm kind of really interested. So I already have my blew my load on so Letterboxd, so you can see what I rated it. I'm really interested in seeing what you guys think about it. This movie, in one word, is subdued. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My God. I'm just like, yeah, you you mentioned earlier about not revealing the plot to you. Mm-hmm. It does not. And even in the end, I don't know. Like, There's a lot of things I liked, which is why it ended up better for me. And I feel like it's low. It could go up. I had to do a cardinal sin of splitting this up in two days because I only Ooh. had a couple of days to watch this. Now the truth comes out. Yeah. I only, hey, I this is my week to work. I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when am I going to watch this? So it's like a night before. I believe then, you get out Saturday at 6. What happened after? From six um, there was the Lord of the Rings 20th anniversary party. Shout out to Trevor and Beth for hosting that. So I was yeah, there Yeah, this did night. just come out. 
was it Thursday? Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Okay. So yeah. So I watched part of it on Friday after work and the rest of it today mm. in the morning. So oh, that, so we got a day in between too. Yeah. So honestly, this probably affected my score. Ooh. I'm not gonna lie. I don't usually split <laughs> it up, but I had to. I this one no definitely would have been affected if you split it up. Yeah. So probably hurt it for me. Mm. So, but there's a lot to like here. It looked good. A lot of good shots, and it. I mean. I, overall, I thought the acting was good, but man, does the plot leave you confused and still, and even when I finally understood, oh, okay, that's what this is about. I'm just like, it almost felt, it didn't, it felt a little bit rushed to me. And then it just felt so empty in the end. That rushed? It, okay. Yeah. I was like, Never mind. Yeah. It's a slow <laughs> Keep going. movie. It's a slow movie. <laughs> like, so, no, I mean, about this movie's rushed. No, I don't mean it's <clears throat> rushed as in like, Mm-hmm. It's not at all rushed, but like it's okay. Benedict Cumberbatch, his character is very one way for most of the movie and then realizes something and then all of a sudden it changes very quickly. And I don't think it was like bad in that change. It's just I wanted a little bit more and it just felt very abrupt hmm. <laughs> without um, getting spoilery. Yeah, you, you done? Yeah. But what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room (laughs) is now dumber for having listened to it. Okay, Josh, what did you think? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually liked it quite a bit. Um... And I do think that you suffered pretty dramatically yeah, by splitting it, it up. It because was grievous. Yeah, it is a it is a movie that you like. You have to be in it. Like you have to be watching the it. second half. I watched this morning. I loved. Yeah, but you can't. I you know. Can't, I fucked it up. The I ten, fucked up. The tension, I know what I did. There's so much. This movie is all about tension. Like, mm, I and if you up. can, if you have to break that tension, I don't think that you're. It's true. Yeah, because. It's so subdued. Also, I don't. I'm opposite. I think that his character was. His, I I saw it very, ten minutes into the movie, like the character, what the direction that he went. And I know what you're talking about already. And I said it. And I was like, even me and Palmer <laughs> the, watched it together. The flower. Yeah, well, and Palmer the, the are little scene. movie buddies now, huh? Yeah, I know. He, he watched <laughs> both. Well, almost he Spencer. I had I had to pause it to take him home, so we didn't finish. If he but. wasn't missing so many brain cells, we could have him on the show more often. I know. He just thought, <laughs> well, if he I watches mean, it with me, he'll actually watch the movie that we're supposed to. As watch. far as anyone knows, he's on this episode right now because he has the same amount to contribute. <laughs> he would have been able to contribute a lot to Spencer because he knows all the yeah, like I said, uh, all of yeah, Diana's. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, hey. hey. But yeah, um, like 10 minutes in, I really, I pretty much understood where it was going. You know, the, the care, the way that he talks about a certain character, you, you could definitely see what was happening or at least I did. Um, Palmer and I both were like this movie, like this is what's, what it's about, what's, what he's about. And it was pretty, um, obvious to us. And then it's just kind of built on from that. So I think that it helped me. Kind of figuring that out, but um, early on, if you don't didn't figure it out, then it, it would be extremely subdued, like you said. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, the, the cinematography was incredible. I thought it looked amazing. I haven't seen any of Jane Campion's other films, but I guess she's like pretty well known. Um, mm-hmm. And like, obviously she hasn't made a movie in like 12 years or something, I think. Um, so this is like her first one in a long, long time. But um, Benny Cumberbatch, it took me a while to like get into the accent because I thought the accent was kind of weird at first, but I um, thought it was fine at very, very early on. And then once you got, when I got the dialogue and got, you know, everything kind of tied together, then, then it really like was fine. Perfectly fine for me. Benedict Cumberbatch's. Yeah. Do you think it, you feel like it slipped? Sometimes? Yeah, it definitely. Early on it really did. No, yeah, you it could. definitely slipped sometimes. Some of his R's, he gets that non-rhotic. Yeah. He doesn't do the American R. Like early on, and depending on how they film this, yeah. obviously certain scenes they film before. So I don't know if the like they actually filmed these early and it took him a minute to get into the role and then like later on he didn't have any break like mess ups like that. Yeah, I don't think it was really I don't even think it was like a mess up. No, it wasn't no, distracting at all. It, yeah, just, it was usually in like his really like try hard scenes too, like in the yeah. barn. He was like really acting and like Then you could slipped. feel yeah. it slip, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. But um yeah, I mean him I love Jesse Plemons. He was he was really good in this. He played Jesse like a Jesse Plemons character, like it just felt, oh yeah, felt really Schlubby. good. Yeah, <laughs> Fatso, um, literally named Fatso in the movie. <laughs> um, I liked their dynamic a lot. Um, Kirsten Dunst, I liked Rose's arc a lot. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was just it was, it was a it was a pretty good movie, very slow moving, like you said, and it does need tension. Like like you yeah, broke that tension and you broke it, and it. Yeah, you definitely you definitely suffered. This from is it, one I want to rewatch, but for sure. But yeah, that kill it's so I didn't, bad. I, it's slow, but I didn't feel the runtime. Like the, it was over two hours, and I, I didn't think it would felt very long. Like, no, I think the chapters in this actually help that. Yeah, a lot. Like each yeah. chapter is like very specific. Yeah, like I think there's scene. four or five. There's four, five. Five. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, they were, and they broke it up. Like it wasn't like a chapter went to like. It was like a di- whole different scene, a whole different area. Sometimes it would skip times yeah, by changing chapters. Skip, yep, exactly. So that really helped um, editing. Uh. So that, in terms of editing, I thought it was edited very well. Um, score, same. Were you going to bring it up? Yeah, uh, Johnny like, Greenwood. Same guy that did Spencer. <laughs> Spencer did they this. both did this. Yeah, Maybe but this is also a movie. I for it me, wasn't as like great to me as Spencer was. No, Spencer is just so unique. Like, yeah, it's so interesting. Like it was good, but it w- it didn't like stand out. What's like, that it French fit. word? It's not as like vam, um, avant-garde, avant-garde. No, oh. vam, but like, like as big. Yeah. Grandiose. Grandiose. That's oh. the word. You're saying van. I'm like, I don't know where you're going with this. Grandiose. That's grandiose. Um, that's true. But, it, but it I worked think that well. It, I think yeah. that it, 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 let, it, it fit the tone fit and everything and, well. And this was filmed in New Zealand, but you didn't, you couldn't get that. It felt like a like a Western. Well, it does say New Zealand at the start of it. That's how it like tips. I thought it, I didn't see that. I thought it was because <laughs> it I'm said like, the New oh, Zealand is this film is gonna be like a like, oh, 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 film. This, well, I knew the setting was like Western America, Western Americana, but when it said New Zealand film, I was like, oh, they filmed it in New Zealand. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even see that. So it must yeah. be expensive as hell to film in Montana or something or Colorado. Cause, Cause why wouldn't you go to like, yeah, those places? where it is. Yeah. Well, is she American? Um, I don't know who Jane Campion. Is she new? Is she from New Zealand? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe, maybe no she idea. filmed. Oh, that would make sense. I didn't even think about that. She is New Zealand. There that would be why. 
I was gonna say. Cool. Uh, <laughs> or wait, <laughs> yep, sit, or yep, was born in Wellington, New Zealand. Yep. Well, that would be why. So yeah, I didn't I didn't know that either. But anyway, still felt very Western America. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I, I loved the set pieces, um, the 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 language, the dialogue was so good. Um, he called the kid, the kid half cooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like in terms of like slow or challenged, he said just half cooked. Um, the like the the uh, the outfits, everything was was awesome, and I loved yeah, you know everything about that. But um, few gripes, but mine was, was mostly like, with Kirsten Dunn's character. I don't get it, honestly. Okay, her whole arc or whatever did not make any sense to me and that was the worst part of the movie i loved their part in the end but her i felt she was almost unnecessary still but i don't know maybe you can enlighten me all right we can get with into your attacker yeah. afterwards but yeah i'm done um i really liked it as well i would say borderline loved it this is one that i probably will have to watch again um not because it's confusing but i think rewatching it uh will help you Again, very similar to Pig, where it's like I'm seeing things play out, and then I'm catching up after I watch it. It's like this mm-hmm. is okay. This is what was happening here, and this is the plot, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, cinematography. This would probably be my choice for the Oscar at this point. Um, so I can't good. think of anything better. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. And um, I was gonna ask you if you knew who this was. Do you know what else she shot? I was looking, but female. In fabric, oh yeah, and Zola and True History, Zola and True History. Yeah, I did look that back up. to back, and then this movie. You know, one of the ones that stood out the most was the wolf, the dog. Oh yeah, the yeah, that was so. Cool. I don't know if that was an effect or if that was like actually. I, I hope it was there. real. But yeah, that like just that whole, and that's one thing that I love about this too is just like the, the story and the characters that she's written and, kind of the analogy of that whole. The whole barking dogs never bite right and in this story uh we have phil who is obviously the barking dog the emotional terrorist and then we have the real dog which we'll get into later but you know that's not revealed until quite later or i mean you could see signs of it earlier in the movie but i just love how that plays out and it's like none of it's spoon fed to you or forced really um it it all just kind of culminates in this last 20 to 25 minutes of the movie and it's oh, yeah. like wow and, and it starts and it's it's built up at the very first line of the movie too that that opening narration of what he says like i'll always protect my mom and it's amazing yeah i didn't i didn't expect it like when it happened yeah 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 you don't expect it because of everything that you're watching mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and it, that's kind a of great direction yeah obviously. But yeah, I uh, I agree. The I love the chapter breakups. I love the acting. I, I did forget to say my joke of it stars the cast of Fargo because this is literally, well, season a couple characters from Fargo, but uh, Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons, obviously, who are married in real life. And then the Keith David is in it for, is that his name, Keith David? Yeah. Keith David's in it for like a little bit. He's the governor uh, who's also in Fargo. There might be some other people too. I haven't watched season three yet. Anyway. But yeah, the uh, Who? the governor. Oh yeah, he's, he's in he's, season yeah, yeah. one. Anyway, all the acting is great, especially 
Benedict Cumberbatch, even though his accent does slip a few times. Jesse Owens was good. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kirsten Dunst. Some people are saying she's like amazing. I think she's really good, especially compared like comparatively, I guess, to some other. Thi- I mean, I haven't seen a lot of her. Keith Carradine. Other work. Keith Carradine. I say Keith David. Keith, Keith David's David. in fucking Requiem for Dream. He's a big. Uh, okay, I was way off on that. <laughs> but just that name. Uh, oh, Keith David. Yeah, he's the black yeah, guy. Yeah, the black <laughs> guy from the thing. Anyway, Keith Carradine. Um, yeah, because David Carradine's brother. Duh. That's why I mix him up. Keith and David. Duh. Uh, there you go. Makes all making sense now. I need the X Files sound effect. Um, love the acting. Um, and yeah, I just there's I, like the more I think about it, the more I like it. It's one of those movies where it's, My God. it's like growing on you. I'm making connections now from the first half, the second half that I didn't make because it was a day apart. Yeah. So again, I, fucked up. As we I, said, gonna, I already upped my score. <laughs> I watched it today. I can change it. It's, oh, you yeah. finished it today. You can. Yeah. yeah, I can. I'm going to. <laughs> so definitely something to watch in one sitting because there are things. Yeah. That, I mean, it starts opening lines like connect to the end of the movie. Um, character arcs that you really just got to be in tune with. And I do have some small gripes too. There's one scene that I'm really questioning that I don't know if they like explained with the hides, like why, what was his, what was his motivation for yeah, that? Like I didn't I, get it either. I think you mean there's the way some kind he of, reacted to it. Yeah, like no, what, why did he? Why did he did what he did? What who he would? Why would he burning? Just, why would he burn them? Well, up? my oh. thought was like I don't know if people actually saw him burn them or like did he have some ulterior motive with them? Like was this something? I that was feel like there was Bronco something Henry? I get that I missed out of it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I, Again, that's why like rewatch could change that, but, but I, I had didn't no idea it. why he took yeah, that. Yeah, I so. don't know why he did in the past, but I got why it was so important to him now. I don't know. This time. Why well, maybe you can explain that. And then there was... Maybe not. There's Yeah, there's just a couple other uh, small things. Um, and I do feel like some of the stuff is telegraphed as far as like, you know, I'm not... I didn't see the ending to Red Notice coming, but... So there's a few things in this movie. I was like, okay, this is uh, this is definitely coming up, and then it comes up. I'm like, oh, yep, I'm right about that. Yeah, but yeah, um, a lot of not that uh-huh. that makes it bad. Um, you know, they don't like force feed it to you, or when it's revealed, it's not like some <gasps> revelation yeah. moment. So it doesn't come off as like, well, duh. Yeah, it's like, just like ha- it's matter yeah. of fact. It's it's consequences. It's it's obvious consequences from the actions, not yeah them telegraphing it. Yeah, like. They did this, of course, this is going to happen. Not this happened because they did this. Uh, like, yeah, it's, it's different, but yeah, I completely agree. Um, okay, so Jacob, why don't you elaborate what these revelations no. are, or do you have questions? Uh, why I feel that now? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you were like literally I didn't get the you whole. You just had like an uh, aha protector moment. for everything. Mm-hmm. So just literally now. Yeah, the opening lines are. Um, well, we should in case yeah, just in case we alert. do say anything. Spoilers. This is a this is a movie that could definitely potentially be spoiled, and we will get into the ending and everything that happens. So, spoilers from here on out for the power of the dog. Yeah. In the opening lines, Cody Spin McPhee. Um, what's the character's name? I literally just watched it. Hold on. Keep going. I'll get it. Um, says like, uh, ever since my father died or whatever, wanted to protect my mother. I'll do anything to protect her. Or like, what is a Peter? Peter. Something along those lines. Yeah, that connection. And then his his character of like he just like takes all the barbs and jabs like he doesn't care like he usually brushes it off he gets like upset in the beginning and 
I don't know if like he, I don't know if they really show him like grow or get stronger or whatever, but like by the middle point, he like just doesn't care what anybody says. Well, I and mean, he has like this inner yeah, strength. Yeah. And like him. even, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch says yeah. like, oh, he thought I was too strong or whatever. He's like, you weren't too strong at all or whatever. But you can see his growth throughout it. Or when they're making no jabs at him as Well, his dad walking. knew him more. He said his dad. is It was his dad that you're talking about. Yeah. Peter's dad said, like, oh, so you can be too strong. But, like, Benedict Cumberbatch to him is like, no, you're not. Because he knew him better. Yeah, he was like, no, he knows what this kid's capable of. Yeah. But I, I was saying, yeah, like, that hurt him in the beginning. But then him walking up to the birds or whatever, and they're making all those things, and he just doesn't care at all. He was getting stronger and that yeah. was more of like the visual n- for the watcher to understand. He it. really <laughs> changed when he but went to yeah, school. Literally that beginning to the end. Now I under, I said abrupt. I'm like, Oh, I didn't get it. And because you guys said that, Oh, they described it in the beginning, literally the first line. And I forgot that until just now. Yeah. That made a huge <laughs> difference. Well, yeah, huge <laughs> difference. Literally. I thought it made no sense at all until that. Okay feel dumb (laughs) (laughs) um i mean yeah that's just one aspect i guess uh like i mean but that's kind of that kind of big yeah and then the you know like the analogy i said before of like he but why is the power of the dog and like when he looks at the mountain he sees a barking yeah he's he's like oh it's a barking dog and benedict cumberbatch it benedict cumberbatch is very much that barking dog like he he's very oppressive and like He's he is outwardly like the people that are having a good time, or whatever. He's like, you know, they think shut he's that like down or I will. But like you never see anything in the movie of him being violent or do anything. It's all talk. But then you have Peter who like kills multiple animals and then in the end kills Phil, which I didn't get until we were talking about. Yeah. And you know how he killed him. Yeah, now I get it. The oh, rawhide. Dude. And yeah, the, yeah. the killing him was that was so good. Now I yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. That was it. Egregious <laughs> error on my point. So Part. so when he when he goes to the cow, was that in the first? That was in the second half. So you watched that, or like how much was it exactly half and half for you? Yeah, like how like much? Did you see him go to the cow and him? kill him in the same day or was that completely separate days separate oh. so that would be really confusing then. that's what i'm saying yeah yeah i did not at all could have so you were like you watched the first hour and then watch another yeah. hour literally okay yeah well i was trying to remember when he goes to that dead cow that was part like four no i watched that wouldn't have been the first I watched, that would have been the second i watched half less Jacob's saying he watched i watched like less than an hour oh, and today. then okay. like an hour and a half so today. you saw the cow and the anthrax cow today yeah yeah. Oh, and okay, and the end. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I yeah, said, so I did, got that he died from anthrax, but I'm like, <clears throat> I didn't make any connection on why he died, like why that was an important thing at all. Yeah, he went. Yeah, the, he took the hide from. Yeah, yeah, I didn't make that connection okay. at all. <laughs> yeah, so maybe no, maybe those were separate. Yeah, it. I did not have that connection there, and now it makes so much more sense mm-hmm. and making so much more because of that little connection there. Because I'm just like, okay, what the fuck? Why did that happen? Like, why did he die? Yeah, and he like... This is such a stupid ending. So the... I'm like, he just started, like, getting close to his kid, and I feel their relationship, and now he just died for no reason. Well, so... So that that connection, you... Like, the whole Peter-Phil connection definitely got 
hurt by you separating because oh yeah huge it is such a long drawn out yeah process yeah it, that literally that cut right there which is why i never do that but i had to in this so case. so yeah like early on the dinner scene where they first where he first like yeah. meets him and he's teasing him and stuff yeah i was literally like he's flirting with him like he he knows that he's he knows his kids like very um impressionable He's look. He had Bronco Henry, which was the same exact age that he is currently, and then he Bennett, or uh, Phil was the same age as Peter. Yeah, is I didn't get that until I well again, that, that comes I split later. It apart, so I didn't see that until the years. And he asked, you know, and then yeah, that, that like obvious, a, that comes later. That like you won't you wouldn't get that connection off rip. I mean, the some. thing I got from the dinner scene is because he really was impressed by the flower. Yeah, yeah, but he had to act manly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. of it, but he actually, like, he was feeling in care. Well, yeah, he then, changed his mind when he found out it was him that made it. That's when yeah. he changed his mind. But then he he's like, on. "Oh, this is awesome!" And then yeah. he found out it was a boy that boy, made it. And he's he, like, "Oh, yeah. I have he's to." Like, oh, that, that's he lit gay. on fire, yeah. and yeah, but he had to be outward bound because he was gay. Like he was gay. He especially had, in that time, he had a gay affinity for Bronco Henry. He always talked about him, like he was basically jerking him off when he was feeling a saddle. He had his scarf that he like put down his pants. Oh yeah, and like so that you saw that, and then obviously it shows a little bit more when he has the the nudie mags, um, the gay nudie mags that that the boy finds, and that I think is when he finds out see, his in. Yeah. So he's like, I have but to see, find. I a didn't way. get that. I thought when he saw that, then he was like, that's when he realized he's that way too. That's but that's what leads you to. That's what leads you to believe, and right, that's what I believe. I never too. saw the uh, whole assassination thing because but I you, had no connection between the but two. But even if you yeah. did, I watched it and I still didn't see the assassination part coming. Like I just thought, like he was, he was like he was actually gay too, and he had that connection with him. He's like, oh, he's gay too, maybe. Yeah, this can be a thing, and then but all in all, he was just trying to get under his like under his wing, so he'd put his defenses down and then believe him, and then ultimately kill him, which is insane. Yeah, but that was like that was when he found his end. Was like, how am I gonna get through this guy? That's you know hard exterior. Like, how do I make this connection? And he just became like impressionable and. I mean, it seems so calculated now, even the sir and everything. And then he's like, calling, and then he started calling Phil. And there was like, a lot of innuendos. It was all calculated. There was innuendos and stuff there, too. Yeah. That were a little undertone. But, yep. Then he then he goes to kill. He finds that, that cow that was dying from anthrax. Mm-hmm. Cut it up in a rawhide. Said. He's like, hey, I have some. But even that was like nuance, right? Because he's like, so he oh, said, I, I actually do kind of like this Well, guy he now. dissected and he was like, um, I wanted to be like you. So he wanted to make a hide because that's what he did. So he's like, that's how he knew that he would listen to him and take it because he's like, I wanted to be like you. Puts in the water. The guy has an open cut from a splinter that you think. No, that you, well, what I no, thought it was, was when they were lifting yeah. the wood. <clears throat> yeah, but how does he, cu- he how did he actually cut it? That's okay. So there's two things because like there's just one scene where it's kind of kind of like um, obvious now how the delivery is done because of what happens. But he asks him like, why aren't you wearing gloves? He's like, no need to wear gloves when he's cutting the when he's. um, But the kid doesn't ask him that. 
No, I know, but that's saying like it's literally just said so that we know that he never wears gloves. Oh yeah, that's more of like what I felt like after yeah. knowing everything that that's and what the kid it felt always like. wore gloves because he, well yeah, but he um he's neutering the bulls, castrating, castrating the bulls. So I thought because he says he cuts himself on the last one. Oh, he does cut. Him. That's when he cuts himself, and then he's, he's like, "I've neutered thirty-five yep. bulls. I cut yeah, myself on the last one." And then he's, cut, then he's moving the wood, and it reopens. And he said, "It must be a splinter because he doesn't want to tell." And then the kid he notices he that's yeah. a time. So, did he make this plan with his mom? No, no. Why was she, she actually was fucked up? Then why did she want to burn the? Hi- why did she want to give people the hide? So Out of spite, because she hated Phil. Yeah, she mm-hmm. would. She she said because the ha- caretaker them. said. He would rather like die than see the Indians take him. So she's like, "Oh, I should give him to the Indians then." Because like she finally has a way to like get back at him because he's been tormenting her this entire time. Gotcha. My problem with her arc is that it feels like it feels kind of bad. Like he is like emotionally like fucking with her and like manipulating her a lot. But like just the dinner scene, it didn't seem like a big enough tipping point for yeah, her to no. really Me go. Me either. It felt like such a, the that's alcoholism. what I'm saying. I never got it. Yeah. Like, she just like broke did, right then and was like, oh, chug this drink. And yeah. then she starts drinking. That's after. why I'm <laughs> saying her arc was so weak. And that was one of the things that hurt it the most to me was literally that. Because I didn't get why she hated him so much. I'm like, he, he just seems like he's kind of annoyed. Well, he just beat her down emotionally. Yeah, I get that he did. But that was it just seemed not enough. I mean, he, but again, she's yeah. been through a lot. Maybe blah blah blah. Yeah, but she like was I saw pretty, her take the drink. I'm like, okay, so maybe she wanted to just get drunk that night or something. But it didn't seem like enough to become an alcoholic after that. Well, and there's one part like halfway around. I think that was chapter three, which I really liked that chapter. But um, it's like a it's a, right after that point. Jesse Plemons isn't in it. Like you don't really show him a lot anymore. And I well, get that the left. shift. Where did he go? He said, "Yeah, he was when in she town, started drinking. Her week in town. He was gone for a week. He was gone for a week. So that's when she started okay. the drinking. Really, that makes more sense. I missed that line or something because I was like, why yeah. isn't like they, why don't they show him like maybe trying to defend her a little bit or like be involved in that. some way? But that makes sense now. She said it's like his week in town or something yeah. like that. And so this really takes place in it's over one summer, really." Yeah. yeah, like one drive. They, didn't even they, go back to school. they drive the yeah, cattle, yeah. and then like he's in school, and then yeah, I guess you could say well, six months in the winter. technically, a few months. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could say six months because it starts. Then he goes to school, and then it's summer. So within around a year. half a year. Yeah, yeah. Got a cowboy's tan. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Besides that, and the Christian Stewart thing, and then the the Christian hides dunst. going Christian Dunst. going back to the hides. Um, like that also seems like a way to set up him having to use the anthrax hide. Otherwise, like what is the connection between like him and these hides? The people say that he just only piles them up and burns them, but then he feels like really distraught when he's like, those were mine. Those are mine. Like those are my hides. Like I didn't get a connection to Bronco Henry or anything or like, why would that have like triggered something in him? I mean, did I miss something or? Well, I know no, that no. that was a, actually... Another. Well, Bronco Henry used to make like he made his own saddles and stuff. Yeah. So I think that like when he died, he like lost all like he didn't want to see another person use the hides for something for something that that was Bronco Henry and his thing. And yeah. And he like made ropes and stuff like 
that was another thing I actually had a problem with because I'm like, oh, that seems like but a yeah, the really hype thing did reaction. seem weird. I did think that I don't know. He just was so he did not like her, and then she did that to him, and he's just like, mm, I hate you so much. Yeah, I get that, and that's. But I did think it was an overreaction, and it was another problem I had with it. Or like, if you want to have that reaction, then like have at least a setup of why he was so connected yeah. to these, or like one of my thoughts know, was so. literally that he was just really wanted to make the rope for the kid because he was like in love with him. And then yeah, she but he got, already had that hide cut up. He didn't. He already had that cut and ready to. The kid the did. No, his. He already started that. He started the rope when they first right, became friends. Right, but he didn't like, have enough to you. finish it, though. Right. Right. Yeah. It because because like that's why the kid used. That's he why he had, used he the kid. Th- he had four or three things like real, spooled up a lot. Yeah, but that's why he no, used he the kids for. He the had to use the kids because. She he gave away all the hide and he ran out. So the kid was like, I so have some hide. I literally took it as okay, like, well, he normally wouldn't care that much, but he was so mad because he cared. Now he really was like feeling, had feelings for this kid. And then she gave away all the hide. So now he didn't have enough to finish it, even though he promised to finish it. And then the kid was like, oh, uh, I guess that makes sense. That's just a hard, that's a hard conclusion to come to on your own. That's what I came that's to. That's how I, I got that. <laughs> yeah. I did not put it. Well, sure. I mean, that I mean, was yeah. that was the only reason I could think of him being so mad because love but even is then, a strong. The only thing I could think of is like you have to think about it. Like it doesn't do a good job of like making it obvious. I, guess. I think normally he wouldn't care as much. No, like, but he literally he this woman he hates keeps messing doing these things that he here's, hates. Okay, hold on. Here's the only thing that goes against this argument is before before. The housemate or whatever does not know that he's making a rope for him or anything about their relationship. She says verbally that he would rather see some like he would rather see something that like whatever he would rather die than give the hides to like the Indians. So, yeah, so what maybe is that he about has something really against Native Americans? <laughs> yeah. But I honestly don't know what that is. Probably I'm just saying Marco Henry hated them. So he yeah, just yeah. T- taught was taught. To maybe it them. is just, just still about love. Well. Yeah. But. I don't know. I always took that's the only conclusion I could come to why it mattered so much this time to him. I think it would always mattered because he likes being in control and stuff. But I think that it matters so much warranted a much larger emotional reaction because Because he really wanted to make that rope for Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Just a weird. It it did seem like a lot, so I had to, (laughs) in my mind, I'm like, there has to be some reason he cared so much, and the only thing I can think of is love. That would be, elicit that strong of an emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, it's like, he was just going to burn him anyway, who cares? That's what his brother was saying. Yeah. But it's because it mattered to him because of the kid. This time, especially. Yep. And you're just left there like, well, you ain't that straight. (laughs) <laughs> uh okay anything else on the power of the dog i was wrong <laughs> this is a i do want to compare this to house of gucci and how i think that the, these characters none of them outshined anyone whereas <clears throat> my biggest problem with house of gucci is you had all these dick character caricatures that did work together I think that this, they all worked so well together. And yeah, they were trying to steal the show none of separately. Them, yeah, yeah, none of these were, these. there's no Oscar Beatty performance. Like your my performance is relying on your performance too versus 
I'm just going to do what I want to do and you yeah. can follow or not. So yeah, I, I loved how the cast worked together and the a- entire atmosphere of the, the ranch house was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, farmhands, how they're like, not really characters, but they're always present. Yeah, just said cow hand on in the subtitles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch dong shot. Little dong shot got some mud. Half all. fraction of a second, but I'm gonna come. Had had some mud all over. Amazing. It. Had a, another <laughs> dong shot. You, you, the the guys that were wrestling in the yeah. water. Did it, was your actual dong though? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the black guy you could see his dong. Mm, nice. So a couple <laughs> dong shots. Anybody cares? Half star bump. You got cow dong. Yeah, cow being cut off. Which Actually. was a little dong. Yeah. All right, let's rate it out of five stars then. I give it four dongs out of five. <laughs> Jacob, let's jumped. reveal the full rating. I jumped it up a full. He did finish star. it today. It was three. I know. I'm just saying. And the full I jumped up a full star. It was from three out of five. A single connection that made the whole thing make <laughs> way more sense. Yes. The through line made sense. It <laughs> made sense. It makes a big difference when you oh, can yeah. draw a line. When you understand the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, um, I'm i going to give it a very, very, very heavy four star. I'm also going extremely heavy four. Definitely could see it being a 4.5 on a rewatch. See, and I didn't even know your guys' score, so. <laughs> sure, I have not logged it, so. See. <clears throat> All right. Um Let's get into what else we've been watching. I don't know if you guys have I anything. No. I barely had time. <laughs> yeah. I had to split this movie into two parts, Kyle. Uh, so I finally watched The Tree of Life. This has been on my list forever. Um, I've known what it's about for a while. I know it's kind of trying to chronicle. Well, some people say it's trying to chronicle all of time. And it does kind of do that um, to an extent. Not not really. It's more about one family, uh, one person in particular that boy's life isn't a bradley cooper in it no no it is um brad pitt sean brad Penn, pitt. That's right. um bryce Dallas howard ty sheridan's first movie ever uh so yeah it's it's a very art house movie um if you want to talk plotless then this <laughs> is the movie for you um it's it's really just I would say it's a coming of age movie, but um, done in just a very different way than like I've ever seen before. And I've never seen a Terrence Malick film, so I don't know what to expect. And you said that, and that's made me start thinking about premiums too. Yeah, uh, definitely would be a good one to go to. Uh, the man is super highly regarded, um, very interesting style, and he's had like a massive hiatus in his life too which is interesting long yeah very long um but yeah this it's a tough movie to describe um and i'm not going to try to describe it in detail but like i said it follows one family and it kind of to me it, it takes a an existential look at life and kind of breaks it up into where where you choose to or how you choose to live your life. Um, and they say it very specifically in the film is either by grace or by nature. Mm. Um, grace is kind of like, I guess you could call it like the more hippie mentality of, uh, you know, love everything and, Mm -hmm. and, um, accept everyone and, and 
the more laid back personality and nature is Brad Pitt where nature takes a lot of abuse and it has to just like it has to keep going and it has to do what's best for everyone because that's what mm-hmm. the world is and it's it's kind of putting a a small uh, look at not climate change uh, just environmentalism in that way like we <laughs> this is what the world goes through like almost putting it in a uh, a human portrayal anyway that's that's Brad Pitt he's kind of an abusive dad but he does he tries to do what's best for his family and he takes his he takes what he this criticism and abuse back and is always just trying to do his best and so that's like the main through line is this family they lose a son um, that's not till later <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of confusing in how it's done time wise too um, but anyway, it's very, very good. I feel like it could have been a little bit more succinct in how it gets to what it wants to say. And then there's some parts where it goes into present day where the mo- when the movie's made, 2010s, I guess, is one of the kids grown up. And those are my least favorite parts as well. They just feel like they are unnecessary um, where it's showing this kid and it kind of feels like he's stuck between the two ways of living that the movie very much lays out, which is grace in nature. But he, by the end of it, he chooses one very like set. He even says it out loud. Like this is, Oh, I'm more like you. And then when you go to the future, it's like, well, you don't really see a change in him. So why am I, what am I watching when he's grown up? You don't really, none of that really comes through. I like the very end where it feels like, um, it kind of feels like a a different plane or a plane of existence, different plane of existence, I think is what it's supposed to be showing. Um, but anyway, besides the family stuff, there is a scene where it shows the creation of the universe and it has some dinosaurs in it, which the dinosaurs, they don't look great by any means, <laughs> I will say. Uh, they look good for what the budget is. If you know the budget going in, it's like, okay, that looks good. But if you watch it like in terms of Jurassic World or whatever then you're like okay yeah this is not great but if you're watching it for what it is it does look amazing still and besides the shots of that like it is one of the most beautiful films Jacob will definitely have to check this one out added to the watch list also the way it's shot too like apparently this is a very like Malikian style but like the way it's shot and edited is just so I can't imagine trying to put this vision across like explaining this like how he wants these scenes to play out it would just be so hard without doing it yourself i don't understand does he edit his own films i don't think so but (laughs) i feel like you would have to to get your vision or at least maybe it's the same guy there's just so many times where like it'll cut like it's it's really hard to explain verbally but the cuts and edits in it like how it's brought together and like how these shots are being done a lot of is like no static shots ever. It's like a lot of moving kinetic shots and very up close, like like you're right there next to them. It's it's all supposed to be super personal, which is it succeeds in doing that. But I can't imagine trying to storyboard this or get this vision across to somebody else and explain it in words without doing it yourself. So, I mean, hats off for that alone. But the quote here are, is nothing stands still. Nothing stands still. Yeah, there you See, go. Doesn't stand still. <laughs> um, 
but I do I love the moments a lot of moments in this like feel very authentic and real and uh, kind of remind me of boyhood where like that that movie is just so like authentic to a, a boy growing up which we can relate to and and that's why I love that movie so much um, but some of this stuff in this again I think could be edited out like there's some there's a part in it with him and his friends like the boy and his friends where I didn't understand why it was there like what they were trying to say with that it didn't uh, nothing came of this this very specific shot that I thought they were going to go somewhere with and maybe I missed something uh, this could also be go up on a rewatch too but some things that I would choose to edit out um, to make it more succinct. And what's crazy is that the criterion is the first time that they release the extended version, but I watched the theatrical version. There is 50 minutes. There's a 50 minute longer 50? version of this movie. Jesus Christ. 50 minutes longer. Um, just before I forget that there is the same similar editor on Badlands, Days of Heaven, Thin Red Line and Tree of Life. So he, yeah. So this is a long time, um, the first one he was on credit. Collaborator. Yeah, he's and that makes sense because he would have to be with the same person to understand what he is trying to portray here. Like yeah, uh, if you watch it like you'll understand what I'm saying, like the way that the way that these shots are edited together is just like I don't I don't understand how you get that across to somebody else, but yeah, I loved it. Uh would like to rewatch it eventually. Um it's going to take some time, I would say, but Would you watch it on? You said uh, I have the Criterion oh. Blu-ray, so. Is it on Criterion Channel? It could be. I haven't, didn't look. I just obviously watched the physical version. Um, but yeah, there's, again, all the Earth stuff and the creation of the universe. There's some amazing shots there. Oh, buddy. Can't wait. It is. There's some colors there that'll blow your freaking mind. I love colors. But yeah, it's too bad that that's only maybe 30 minutes of the movie and it's about two hours and 20 minutes. So damn. Yep. That's all I watched. I gave it. uh, Oh, yeah. I gave it a four out of five for now with the possibility of going up. So come around, come around the I didn't know this was happening. There is a new film in development by the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, Dan Trachtenberg. But did he do, I thought he did. Oh, no, 10. Clo- no, you did, I'm thinking Clover, uh, the paradox. Never mind. It is Disney's upcoming Predator prequel, Prey, called Prey. So I guess because Disney owns Fox, they have the rights to Predator. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. And they will be producing the new Predator movie. So it's called Prey. It's directed by Dan Trachtenberg, and it is set in the world of command. Oh, of the Comanche Nation. Sorry, set in the world of the Comanche Nation. So, United States Indigenous people, three hundred years ago. And there is some concept art if you want to yeah. take a peek at it. And just from that, I'm gonna say, come. I love that. Really. I mean. Just because I Disney like slaps his name Clover. on it doesn't make it mean I like bad. 10 Cloverfield. I know. I know you're not a big fan of it, right? I'm, yeah, exactly. There's multiple I factors I do here. like 10 Cloverfield Lane. I'm not a huge fan of 10 Cloverfield Lane. I do think that this will end up being rated PG-13 because it's Disney, and they're going to want to get as much money as possible. And I think it's going to be neutered to the gills. I don't know. Maybe. 
Well, uh, also Disney Dan also owns Deadpool, and they said that's going to be R. The new one, when it comes They've out. Well, yeah, but yeah, that's that's a that's coming out like this. So the last Predator movie was, what was it? Was it the Predator? Shane Black's the Predator. There was yeah, also Predators. So that was that was before that. That was before that. Though. That was Adrian Brody. I like Predators. Yeah. Same. No, I kind of like that movie too. But the Predator 2018, that was was that it was owned by then. What, yeah, was it? I think they owned it since like Predators. But I don't think they. I don't think they made. I don't know if they produced that one. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's very specifically saying like if you watch the Predator, there is no like Disney affiliation, I guess, to that. I don't. At least I don't think. And I, I know that one was R, but that one was dog shit. I think this is, obviously this is a prequel, so they're trying to cut that out. It'd be distributed by 20th Century Fox. But I don't know if Disney has anything to do with it. Hmm. I mean, I'm cautiously I'm not optimistic. About, yeah, I'm so not the predi- about Disney. So the Predator, first Predator, is one of my favorite movies of all time. I like Predator. It's one I of like, my favorite movies of all time. I like Predators. I like AVP. Well, it will, first well. AVP. <laughs> I don't care. Well, yeah, when we were young, I it like was great. AVP. Yeah. But I don't know. I'll watch it. Yeah. I love Predator. Of course, and I'll watch it. The question is, come or dumb? Come. I'm gonna say come. Come. <sighs> I love Clover Ten Cloverfield. Yeah, you so, loved it. Yeah. It's it's the predator. It lo- it's from like three hundred. I like the idea like, of it being back in the past. They're gonna have fucking a- bow and arrow type shit. It's gonna be like jungle warfare, apocalypse. Yeah, guess what movie you can watch that does that? Predator, or the first one. No, that was more. And that was in like. Oh, that was jungle. Absolutely jungle. They're in the jungle. They jungle. have, Vietnam but they had machine guns and such. Yeah, until the end, and then he fights him like a fucking warrior, like a fucking Indian. Yeah, but this right. is gonna be better. No, it can't be better than the first one. No, I'm in. I'm I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, I'm, if I'm gonna say there's three values to this, one is that it's in the Predator universe. I like the director. It's, it's I like Predator. Involved with Predator. Two is the director. It's in the jungle. Directed one movie, and besides that, has done shorts and TV shows. All banger TV yeah. shows though. And Portal. Okay. <laughs> three is that it's produced by Disney or Disney's putting it out. Money, two out of three misses. So two I'm gonna say dumb. What is uh, it? Two miss? out of three hits. Yeah, I was gonna say two out of three hits. Yeah, if you like the director and the universe, I do like the universe. Director and universe, I like. It's the best Cloverfield, I think. No, the first one's the best. I didn't think the first one was that good. Oh, you're I like the selling. First one. That's yeah. a cap. But I also like Ten Cloverfield Lane. So that's what well, Good Goodman in right? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. killed it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Banger. All right, so next week, I guess we're talking West Side Story. Um, there is a couple other options. I don't know what... Is it out, like, like Outback or... They see these are in theaters. I'm, we'll probably wait for Netflix for Don't Look Up, um, just because that's when everybody's going to see it. Uh, bring, being the Ricardos is coming to Amazon later, so that's another one that we can wait on. Um, Red Rocket is in theaters. I don't know if it's wide though. That's my like other most. Oh, anticipated. that's uh your boy, Sean Baker. Yep, Sean Baker. Yep. 
I don't know if that's wide. If it is, I would like to see that. But if West Side Story is only in theaters, then that's um, that's going to be the for sure one because uh, that's coming out Friday. So I don't know if we'll have time to see two theatrical releases. So let's uh, let's just plan on West Side Story um, and then whatever else you watch. I'm we'll, seeing uh, we'll Red Racket being United States December 10th wide release. Okay. So, yeah, maybe that'll be the week after when we have mm-hmm. a, just a chance to see it on a weeknight but or something. But then we have Nightmare Alley. Yeah, but that makes sense. Like, Red oh, yeah, Rocket yeah, yeah, during yeah. the week, Nightmare yep. Alley on Friday. Yep. Uh, and like Spy- Spider-Man. I, if we don't see that, we're not I haven't seen any of the any of the Tom Holland ones. Really? The first one I liked. But yeah, the first one's okay. The I last Spider-Man I, I watched like was one. Spider-Man 3. I haven't seen the second one. Yeah. I just know that's huge with the, all the cat, the news surrounding that movie with the past Plus Spider-Man's coming They're back. in it, so. That's going to be a big one. Our Spider-Man's in it. Yeah, Peter Tobey Maguire. Yep. That's a Peter Maguire. Peter, Peter Parker. Maguire. Yeah, we might have to force that in just for the just for the downloads. <sighs> I'll be yeah. hyped Sell when I see him in it. But if do I would I have to watch the other two? Uh no. Um I doubt no. it. It's Fox, so. And now Are they Disney. all pretty standalone? You really just yeah, you really just need to know because the other two the the villains in this are from the previous ones, and then the only thing you need to know about is his relationship with the new girl. Which that he likes the girl. That's all Zendaya? you need. Yeah, yeah. There's literally nothing else. Oh well, then I'm, <laughs> I'm in. Well, I did watch the newest. We did talk about the newest Star Wars, and I didn't see the other ones either. Yeah. So what? Wait, episode nine or whatever. You didn't watch seven or eight? No, I haven't seen Last Hope or Rogue One. Or not Force Last Awakens. Hope. Force Awakens. You've never seen the Force Awakens? It's pretty good. You should see it. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I mean, it's not great, but yeah, I think it's wa- Ryan it's Johnson's is the best of the three. But watchable. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, back to this. Uh, yeah, West Side Story for sure. Whatever else we watched, and then uh, yeah, we'll obviously tackle that when it comes. Man, yeah, all right. Um, all right, if you need to, uh, if you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at Sons of Cinema Podcast and email at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Sons of Cinema Podcast. You know what we never, ever plug? If you're listening on iTunes, drop a review, baby. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at The KG Project. I'm on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right, thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. What do you mean? Mm, she's a dime.